Are we there yet? We are making the turn now. It's the last house on the left, in case you forgot. It is the only house for miles, Dad. Do you guys need the car today? I was thinking I could meet up with Paige. Have fun. I don't think we've met. I'm Paige. This is Mary. Hey. What do you feel like doing tonight? I think Justin here could be kind of cute. <laughs> Evening. You knew not to bring anybody back here. You made the front page. That's what's going on. This is none of our business. I'm sorry, ladies. Oh, my God. We just can't risk it. Two lovely girls, Justin. Bring her back! You got her. Now what? I saw a house back there. Despite our car trouble, we're actually pretty lucky today. Seeing your house, only one problem. Our daughter won't have the car back till tomorrow morning. You know, you should probably just sleep here tonight. We have a guest house. What's up, everybody? Nez back again. ESP, 31 Days of Horror. Uh, you heard us yesterday. I decided, you know what? Let's just do this one back to back. Uh, Brian's back again. If you heard yesterday's episode, what's up, dude? What's up? Back once again. Yep. And he's going to be back some more, everyone. So get, like I said, <laughs> the last episode, get used to his voice. Uh, you guys heard yesterday, you heard us do The Last House on the Left, the 1972 version, and we are coming at you with 2009's remake of The Last House on the Left. Rated R, horror thriller. Uh, like I said yesterday, the, how the original one wasn't much of a horror film. I didn't think this one was either. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, before I get into it, man, what did, what did you think of this, uh, of the remake? Um, I, I actually like this. this. I think this is one of the better remakes. You know, there there was so many horror remakes, you know, horror thriller remakes that are, you know, kind of shitty. I think this one is uh, pretty good. You know, there there's some really horrific parts. I actually seen this um, 
opening day when it originally came out in 2009. And the reason I remember that is because there's some there was a, a scene that we'll probably we'll definitely talk about when we get to it, that there was uh, quite a few uh, women in the audience that got up and left in the middle of the movie. So the first time I've ever seen anybody get up and leave. Yeah. Uh, same same crowd reaction uh, to mine. Uh, actually, yeah, I saw this uh, the day it came out as well. And uh, the, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of teenagers in there, and they're the ones that, that got it. If you guys know the story, it's basically the same story again. Uh, so yeah, during during that scene when we get to it, yeah, they they got up and said, "I can't watch this because that was the rated R version, and it did seem long in that. But the uncut one that's on the Blu-ray, that it seemed like it went on and on and on. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that in a minute, but. Yes, Last House on the Left, 2009. After kidnap, kidnapping and brutally assaulting two young women, a, a gang unknowingly finds refuge at, the, at a vacation home belonging to the parents of one of the victims. A mother and a father who advise an increasingly and gruesome series of revenge tactics. This is directed by Dennis... I can't even pronounce his last name. Uh... Lattice. All right. Sounds right to me. Uh, let's go with that. Um, I don't think I ever heard this name. Let me click on and see what else he's he's made. Um, hardcore. Never heard of that. Plus one. Holy. I've, delirium. I don't think I've ever heard of any of these. No, what's delirium? It sounds mm-hmm. familiar. Uh, looks like a Blumhouse movie. Okay. I think this was on Netflix, and I kind of was going to watch it, but then I just skipped over. It's got Topher Grace in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Randall Foreman. He can't go wrong with uh, with Venom. The first Venom. Uh, be- nah, you guys know my stance on that film. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, 2009, Last House on the Left. Um, Wes Craven was a producer, uh, one of the executive producers in this. This stars uh, Garrett Dillahunt. He's Krug. Um, Ricky Lanholm. She's Sadie. Uh, Jesse himself. Uh, Aaron Paul is Francis. Uh, Sarah Paxton is Mary. Monica Potter as Emma and Tony Goldwyn as John and Becca from Superbad. Martha McIsaac is Paige and Spencer Treat Clark is Justin. So the Krug gang is Krug, Sadie, Francis, and Justin. Uh, were you a fan of uh, Raising Hope? Did you watch that show? I've never seen it. I've, I've I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's funny. I think it's on one of those streaming scenes. But uh, Hope's grand uh, grandfather was uh, Garrett Dillahunt, and he just plays a uh, stupid uh, redneck type of guy. But I love him in that show. So that that's all I see when when I see him. He's been in a ton of movies and everything, and as well as TV. But Every time I see him on the screen, and after watching it this last time, all I saw was um, uh, Hope's grandpa. And Ricky Landholm, Sadie, she is uh, Dr. Ramona. 
uh, Nowitzki from uh, the Big Bang Theory. She's the one that uh, trying to get get Sheldon for you Big Bang Theory watchers. And yeah, I've always liked her. And then okay. after, after I saw this, I really liked her. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, you guys already know who Jesse is. <laughs> and this was, uh, this, he was, this what, 2009? Breaking Bad started in 2008. So he was already playing Jesse and did this on uh, his spare time. So, but yeah, this is pretty much basically the same story as, as the original. But instead of being out in uh, New York City, they are out in the countryside. And, uh, the I believe their last names were Collingwoods. Uh, if not, that's what we're going to call them. And that was um, mm-hmm. Mary and uh, her her parents. They they go to their their summer vacation house uh, in some little town somewhere, and they they're just they just want to go there and hang out. But uh, Mary's she's like, you know what? We're here, but I want to go hang out with Paige because I haven't seen her. One of her good friends she hadn't seen in a long time, so she ends up hooking up with her. Uh, we see we are earlier we're kind of introduced oh no we get well, we're introduced to them first uh krug and his gang because uh krug is riding around in the back of a uh squad car with um michael bowen he's morton and i think josh cox is uh giles i think they were the two uh police officers or police detectives uh krug i think that they're taking him to jail because he's obviously a murderer bad guy and then i just forgot this film other than the the main thing we'll talk about in a minute but uh it kind of made me <laughs> made me jump <laughs> because they're driving down the road and then <laughs> here comes this truck that just uh blindsides them and just he just caved in the the side of the tr- of the, the car they were in and the two detectives in the front were all all jacked up and then we turn out it's um Sadie and Jesse, and I'm just going to call him Jesse. That's all I see when I see Aaron Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse and Sadie uh, show up, or, or Dr. Lewitsky from Big Bang. Uh, they show up, and uh, they, they look pretty cool, man. They have these cool masks on, and they uh, get out. Uh, one of the detectives just died on impact, and uh, Michael Bowman, he plays Morton. Um, he went out kind of hard, man. They just stuck his uh, neck around the seatbelt and then just pushed his head down until he, he was already choking on blood because they, they were all pretty much banged up in there. So, yeah, that that was a brutal scene because uh, Krug, Krug not only is choking him, but he, he puts his kids' picture down and said that will be the last thing you'll ever see. And at the same time, um, Sadie's just kind of, excited because she could see she's what is she saying she says uh you, you can see the life leaving out of him or something yeah i mean they really went for it when this this one was way more serious than than the original there was no slappy unexplainable why is this music in this scene and <laughs> no stupid cops uh in it this one was i mean it, i i really i i enjoy this one more than the original one i didn't really care for it the first time yeah absolutely i was kind of like eh, it's all right but watching it over and over and over again i really enjoy this one and after this last watch man this movie's awesome i love it so then we go to uh mary and her family at the house and mary's like i'm gonna go party or i want to go see my friend Paige. so she ends up uh meeting up with Paige. she's working in the store and uh like in the original they're like hey man uh 
we should uh, get some weed so we can party. I think they called it weed in, in this one, not 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 <laughs> grass or pot or whatever they said in the, in the other one. No one says that anymore. I think uh, we need to bring it back. Like, hey man, you want to smoke some grass? <laughs> It just sounds stupid, but hey. <laughs> so uh, while the, um, Mary and Paige are, are in the store, we see uh, Justin. He is kind of just lingering around. It looked like he was stealing stuff, but then Paige kind of caught him. Don't you think? Did you think he was stealing? Uh, it looked like it at first, but then when they did the uh, uh, wide, uh, wide out shot of him, I, I just think he was just grabbing a whole bunch of stuff at, at once. Yeah, I mean, this actor, I mean, I've seen him in other films. I really liked him in um, uh, Mystic River. He was uh, one of the guys in it. He was the, the kid that couldn't talk. And uh, Yeah, mm. that movie's tough to watch, but I mean, it's a really good film. So I think it's Mystic River streaming on uh, the, the, the Netflix, if you guys haven't seen that film. Check it out. It's an awesome film. I think uh, Sean Penn and um, Tim Robbins do excellent performances in it, as well as Kevin Bacon bunch of other people that are in it uh so justin sees them he kind of eavesdrops in, uh, on their conversation because he's uh he, he wants to buy a pack of cigarettes but they're like uh well how old are you and he's like uh can't you just do me a solid and i like, hear you guys want weed so uh, i got some so like all right cool so they hook him up with cigarettes and this uh, I, I was young and stupid but not this stupid to just yeah, let's uh give this perfect stranger a ride back to his hotel room, motel room, and to to buy to buy some weed from him, and then Paige just like, all right, cool, I'll go in and I'll be out in a minute. Don't have know who this guy is, what's going on in that room, and she just goes right in there with him. Ah, this stupid kids i mean raise your kids right everyone tell them not to go into <laughs> strangers motel rooms and uh I, I i again with this actress martha mcisaac i only see her as becca and um super bad she was all drunk and yeah <laughs> that's all i see yeah that's why i felt so bad for her in this because i was like you were the cute girl in in super bad i was trying to give michael sarah a blow jay <laughs> Oh, I love that one. I haven't seen that in a while. I should pop that one in. <laughs> but, so they it's, go. In, it's on Netflix. I don't like that one. I like the the unrated one. The the R version <laughs> kind of doesn't know justice. Yeah. it's still a good movie, everyone. If you guys haven't seen Super Bad, so Paige or uh, Mary's sitting out in the truck, like, what the hell's going on? And she finally busts in there, and Paige is like just kicking back on the bed with Justin smoking her joint, and then you see Mary's kind of like. We need to leave. We don't know this guy. Let's go. But Paige is like, no, no, here, smoke up. Um, earlier in the film, when they when they first introduced us to Paige, she is a uh, a swimmer because you see her swimming back and forth. I believe she was it was either high school or college. I don't remember. I think college. So she was obviously on the swim team because uh, she times herself, and then when she gets to the house, she's out in the lake swimming around and timing herself. So she's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm just uh, kind of, again, I assume just against my uh, my training and all that. I don't want to fill my lungs up with uh, illegal substance. It was illegal back then, everyone. I guess it is illegal in some parts of the country. But now here in California, smoke up. 
How's it up there? Nope. Here, here in Alaska, here in Alaska, smoke up. Oh, there you go. So uh, they're sitting there hanging out, <laughs> partying, and Justin seems to be like a cool guy, a little quiet guy, a little cute kid. And, uh, they're what what girls do. I kind of fell into a victim of this, trying to uh, not impress girls, but like you're hanging out with with girls. They started doing dress up with him and, and trying to fix his hair. I was young and stupid, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, I did do <laughs> something like that once, but it just didn't pay off. But yeah, that's what happened. Um, so while there's, they're doing playing dress up with Justin, uh, this is when, uh, Krug and Jesse and, um, Sadie come busting into the room and God bless you, Ricky. She just came right in and just took her top off. Right. <laughs> right from the get go. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was, I was like, again, you see them in, I had seen her, uh, Ricky Lindholm. Uh, the first movie I'd seen her in was, uh, that one with Hillary Swank and Clint Eastwood, um, million dollar baby. She was mm. Hillary Swank's, uh, I think either sister or sister-in-law. And she was just rugged, uh, white trash in, in that film. And she plays that role good. Cause she was the rugged white trash in this one as well <laughs> so yeah uh, she was she was pretty good in this one she she's gonna be in an upcoming uh ryan johnson movie that uh knives out all right on and uh jesse he's jesse he still ha- he has to keep his hair the way it is and his little stash and everything but he <laughs> he was rugged he was rugged in the beginning of uh breaking bad and he was rugged in this so he just basically left breaking bad set went right into this one so <laughs> um, I love Aaron Paul. I didn't. I didn't like that movie when he. What was that car one he did? Came out not too long. Ago. Oh, uh, Need for Speed. Yeah, come on, Jesse. I know you gotta you gotta act and you gotta work, but come on, pick better roles. Uh, I am excited for uh, the El Camino. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Sucks. It's only just a movie, but cool to see the further adventures of Jesse. But anyway. So they all come busting into the room and they're just like, yeah, what are you guys doing here? And you already know what's going to go down just because the look on Krug's face and um, and Jesse's and Sadie's the way they're just like undressing them uh, with their eyes. And you can clearly see that Justin is just scared of not only his father, but of uh, the other two. So he's just kind of like super shy. I don't know. It seems like this kid was was beat or something or tortured because he just seemed really scared the whole movie. He'd like, mm-hmm. like if they like flinched at him, he'd like fall over or something. So I, I felt sorry for this kid. Um, so, but this, this kid, he, he's a good actor, man. He really, he really sold his role. So what they're doing is that they, they get those two, uh, um, Mary and Paige, and then they take them out, uh, into the woods I know they were driving down the road, and uh, how did uh, oh, I forgot? See, I just watched this, but I already forgot. How did Mary? Uh, she um, or she she burned Sadie with the um, the cigarette lighter, and then everybody was trying to jump out the jump out the the truck, and then uh, I think somebody kicked Krug in the head, and that's how they swerved off the road and and crashed into the tree. Okay, yeah, I think uh, well, Becca fell back. Becca, yep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna call her Becca. But Paige, she uh, she fell backwards. She's the one that kicked the Krug. Uh, I don't know if it was in the head or in the or in the back or something. That's when they went crazy. Dude, they they crashed hard because 
They spun out to the left, boom, slammed that side of the truck, spun out to the right, bam, hit that side, and they were bouncing back. No one had seatbelts on, so everyone was flying all over the place, and then they straight head on into a tree. And uh, I don't know what kind of big SUV that was. It obviously didn't have airbags because nothing popped out <laughs> in it. <laughs> I'm sure there's airbags in these 2009, 2008 SUVs, but hey, it's a movie. So they're obviously mad at this point, and this is when uh, they they did that brutal. Did um, does Mary escape first, or do they rape Paige? Uh, oh no, Paige is the one that tries to escape. Okay. And, oh yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, they and uh, almost almost the same scene from the original where she ju- is just about to make it to help, and they grab her at the end and knock her out and drag her back. And uh, really uncomfortable scene is when they start having um, what is his name? Uh, Krug's son, Justin. Forgot his name. Or Justin. They having. He's trying to tell him to be a man. You can have. You can pick one, or you can have both. And he's he's making him feel up uh, Mary, and then. Um, that's when Paige, I guess, uh, she says something and then he's kind of like, oh, where did that come from? And just went over there. And then that's when they started stabbing her, yeah. which, uh, which was really brutal. Yeah, it was like just boom, boom. They were just stabbing her from like every angle they could. And she basically just bleeds out. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad for what happens to Mary, but uh, Paige, man, she. She just wanted to party and have fun with her friend that she hadn't seen in a mm-hmm. while. And then just, this is how your day ends up being stabbed to death out in the woods. Yeah, that that was that was kind of brutal. And it just everyone just sticking in their knives and everything. Um, I was wasn't sure if they were gonna do this like they did in the original one when they um got Phyllis and like gutted her basically. Um they didn't do that in this one. They just stabbed her up and then she just bled out. And then we get to the most uncomfortable scene in the whole film that just went on and on and on. This is when Krug, mm-hmm. Krug rapes Mary. And it's it seemed long in the rated R version. And this is when, as you like your theater and, and, and mine, um, some of the female audience didn't didn't like it. So they all got up and left. Uh, I remember. Yeah. Hear, I remember hearing one girl goes, "I want my money back. I I can't watch this." this, this and them yeah. just leaving. Yeah, it was it was uncomfortable for me because just just the way um, what is what is her name? Sarah Paxton is that the actress? Yeah, yeah. the The way she plays this scene, it it it, it looks like it's actually happening. Just just her screaming and her reaction. And then you have Justin in the background. You know, she is pleading to him to to help her. But, he, you know, he he's so scared of his father that he's just not moving and he can barely even look. And it, it's, yeah, like you said, it, it, it feels like it goes on and on. Yeah, because um, I even fast forward some of it because this is, yes, it's fake and everything. But no, nah, man, fake or not, man, it just. I don't like watching rape scenes in films. Um, yeah, that is probably my toughest thing. Yeah, I, mean, I can that's watch. Why, that's why I won't. I won't watch uh, what you call it no more. Uh, a Serbian film can't watch that no more <sighs> ever. <laughs> the end is 
is what I can't watch. That and the <laughs> other weird. Oh, just picturing it in my head was crazy. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen that film, um, it's worth a watch if you can stomach it. But uh, it's it's brutal, really brutal. <laughs> so yeah, that's a Serbian film. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this like I said, like we said, this this scene goes on and on and on. I mean. Filming this scene, I would I would like to talk to either Krug or um, uh, Mary uh, Sarah Paxton. Uh, like how how do you guys feel when you're filming? I mean, even mainly uh, Krug. I mean that actor. Like what what kind of mode do you get into to to film something like this? Because um, I mean, usually I mean these scenes kind of like just boom 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 and then it's over with. But this. Mm-hmm. This went on way, way too long. So uh, yeah, I, I would ha- I would have to imagine that after you film this scene, and you have to they have to be done for the day. Like I don't understand. I, I couldn't see them even continuing filming anything after this. Yeah, uh, I'm sure some actors uh, have tough times filming scenes like this because I remember listening to uh, uh, Bill Mosley uh, from. Uh, he said he had a tough time with the scene. And uh, Devil's Rejects when he's uh, sticking the gun down there and and holding that, that mm. when they're in the motel room. Yeah, he said he had after that scene he just had to like walk away, like just leave me alone. Let me try to get back into a right state of mind because he was he was so buried into the role and playing and what he did in that scene. He said he just. He felt bad. He, he doesn't like watching it or anything, but he, it was a part of the movie and, and it's work. And yes, it is fake, but it's, I'm sure it would bother you. I mean, I know it would bother me. I don't think I could film something like that. Like I read the script and go, okay, you, you got to do this. Ugh, I don't know. But uh, yeah. w- once the scene was over, I, I mean, you kind of like, oh my God. I mean, it's this kind of film. How much worse can it get? Um, compared to everything that happens at the end, when when, it, when the the revenge kicks in, that seemed to be like nothing. <laughs> I mean that that whole you could you, in the theater watching this, you can feel the the vibe of the theater and how everyone just like went. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's just like the 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 mood in the room just dropped. I mean, yeah, so much so where people couldn't handle it and actually got up and left. So, but. Um, yeah, so that happens, and then uh, same thing again. They're done. They're just sitting there, and then uh, Mary kind of just gets up and walks off. <laughs> so uh, this part was pretty brutal because she she jumps into the water, and not, unlike uh, the Mary in the original one, that just kind of just walked out into the water, and that was it. Now Mary, she she took off and then jumped in the water and just started swimming. Yeah, this this makes sense compared to the original one. Yeah, this one was like like I said earlier. There's no slap stickiness in this one. This one was it was it was, it was like a like a real film. I mean, that was the original was a film as well, but that one was just um, let's be stupid uh, with with some of the scenes. There was no stupidity stupidity in this one. So, um, but uh, I like this one. Man. I like this version on how how she uh, when she jumps in the water and then Krug's just firing at her like they did in the original one 
And then when she she gets hit in the back, because I love the underwater shots because you see her dive underwater and swimming and you can see the bullets shooting into the water. Uh, so I thought that was cool. But she takes one in the back and then just kind of turns over and uh, sinks. And they just think, ah, she's dead. So let's go. So they're all they're all pretty much beat up from the car crash. Um, Jesse's got this big gash in his on on his nose. Looks like he just flew forward and hit something. Oh no, I think his head or something hit the window uh, when uh, mm-hmm. it all uh, they start spinning around. So they end up going to uh, Mary's house again, not knowing where they were or who these people were in the house. So, but. Uh yeah, Mary the, the the mom was really like like in the original one, the mom was really uh worried about her daughter and then these these people show up in the middle of the night and the the doctor guy, the dad is like, Yeah, come on in. Um this actor, Tony Tony Goldwyn, mm-hmm. uh I've mentioned this before on other shows. When I first see an actor playing a bad role, that's all I see you as. Like he was the the guy that had uh, Patrick Swayze killed in Ghost, and mm-hmm. I just see him as that bad guy. And then he was one of the uh, the murderous guys in uh, the Bilko experiment, and that. So, yeah, he 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 always plays like an asshole. Yeah, he he's like got typecast with it. And then when you see him in this one, you see the asshole, but then he's he's the good guy in this one. So all right, you just let let it let it go. <laughs> so. Yeah, they invite him in, and then he's like, oh, man, you guys are all beat up. Here, let me fix up uh, Jesse's nose, which uh, props to the guys that did the special effects because that looked real when he was stitching him up. And I, I, I've, I got hit with a, uh, a wastebasket one time right in the nose, same area, and it got cut open, and, and blood was – I was a little kid when this happened, and blood was pouring her out. And I can still remember laying there on the operating table as they're stitching up my nose. And watching this scene, I was like, oh, I felt every bit of it. Not so much mm. when he uh, when he realigned his nose because his nose was broken. Not that. It was just when he started stitching them up. I was like, oh, it gave me like an instant headache. So <laughs> uh, by this time, uh, Krug and his gang, they're like, yeah, well, we just... Uh, if you can give us a ride and they're like, oh, well, we don't have a car cause uh, our daughter took it. So they're like, uh, well maybe we can uh, give you a ride uh, in the morning when she comes home. So they're like, all right. And they had a big house, but then they also had a guest house. So they kind of took them over there. Uh, but then this is when they, when Justin realized that uh, he kind of goes in the kitchen and sees a picture uh, of Mary. Is that how they found out in the original one? Did, did they, uh, they must have saw a picture. No, they, yeah, in in Mary's bedroom. Oh, that's they right. They seen a, a pictures of her. Okay. Yeah, so he sees a picture of Mary on the fridge, and it's kind of like, uh oh. And then uh, the rest of them all kind of figure out where they're at. Uh, so they're like, uh, well, we just need to keep quiet because she's dead, and we're good. So there, everyone's kind of getting ready to settle down for the night. Uh, the mom and dad are in the house, and they're still kind of, I mean, the wife, uh, Emma, she was the mom. She was kind of like, how can you just let these strangers? She just, she knew something was off about them. She just couldn't, mm-hmm. trust, she couldn't trust them, like uh, the mom in the original one. So, Yeah, because you got, you got Jesse checking her out, like, hard. 
throughout the whole time they're there. Yeah, he Jesse can play that role. To be, he can be the sleaze ball, or he can be the cool guy. But you just see that that sleazy uh, blue meth head from Breaking Bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, "Oh man, well, okay." So they they this is when they start hearing something, and they're like, "What is that?" It's like a, a banging noise, and they go, "It's coming from the the back door." So they go back there. They look outside and it was you can it was raining and it was windy so you see a um a rocking chair kind of just hitting the side of the house or or whatever it was hitting but then when they shine the light over there this is when they find uh, Mary she's like just barely breathing barely alive but she crawled from the from the lake all the way to to the house so they're like oh my god and then. I think once they get her in the house, I think did Emma did did her mom find a little necklace that Justin left? Because Justin, when he was in the kitchen, he had Mary's necklace and he kind of wrapped it around this little coffee cup before they all left. Yeah, and so I think did Emma? Yeah, she found it when when she went back in. So I think that's when they realized uh these people did it because when the doctor's looking her over and he's giving her mouth to mouth and all this and then he sees he looks down towards her legs and he can see that that she was raped so because yeah uh, that was that was hard to watch yeah i mean as as a father any father uh, with daughters i mean just we pray that that'll never happen but like i don't know i don't, I don't know if i could have been able to handle it but I mean, these guys obviously brung it to him at the end so they're like okay they figure out okay these people these are these these are the bad guys that they did this to, to our daughter so we need to we need to do something so they kind of they had no guns and chainsaws like they did in the original one they just had just <laughs> household goods <laughs> so uh emma's in the kitchen kind of are they um they kind of fix her up uh they or oh, the the dad he He's a doc, like we said. He's a doctor. He ends up pulling. Uh, no, he didn't pull the bullet out yet. He uh, he like burned it. He like uh, cauterized the wound to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he well, he was dealing with her. Emma was in the kitchen, kind of like, okay, I need some kind of weapon, and obviously start walked over to the knives. And then when she spins around, Jesse's standing there. And uh, I was hoping for a scene like uh, in the original one when she takes him down to the lake, but. Didn't happen in this one, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, this one I, was just as good, though. I thought he got it the worst <laughs> out of all out of all of them. I mean, yeah, the crew gets his too, but uh, Jesse, man, he he felt every second of his because he they were like, yeah, and she was like, kind of like, yeah, let's uh, let's have a drink and all this. And Jesse, you could see him; he's he's got that rape in his eyes, so he, he was ready to do something. Uh, did the did the dad go take Mary out to the boathouse? Is that where he was? I think so because uh, I think Jesse he goes he goes to the living room and he sees uh like the blood and stuff on the the co- uh, the coffee table. Yeah. I think that's when he thinks something is going on. Cause that's so I think that's where I think that's where she was at the time. I think he had took her out. So I think when he turns around, uh, Emma stabs him, and then he comes. Mm-hmm. Then, then the whole fight happens. He's fighting with her, and then uh, the doctor comes running in, 
and um, they kind of throw up Jesse against the sink, and you can see that the 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 sink is full of uh, water. So they're like trying to shove. They shove his head down into the water, trying to drown him. And then you see, I get Jesse's trying to push himself up. So, I, but his hand slips into the drain, and they they turn on the garbage disposal. So, yeah, this was pretty brutal. I mean, Jesse felt yeah. Every yeah, he lets out a scream on this one, which I thought was cool. I mean, not the screaming, but after I mean, when he when they pulls his hand out of the out of the garbage disposal, they show it really quick, and it is practical effects. It's not CGI, but his fingers are all mangled and everything, and he's screaming around there. And then this is when uh, did she stab him in the in the head or? With a hammer. Oh, that's yeah. right. No, that's right. Yeah, the the dad comes in and bah, blast, blast him in the back of the head with a hammer, and that's the end of him. Then they go over to the uh, the the guest house where Krug and um, Sadie are. Now Justin's there as well, so they're kind of just creeping in and they're looking around and they're they see that Sadie and Krug are asleep, but then they notice that Justin is just sitting sitting on the floor. Leaning like he must have been sitting in the closet or something, and he's holding the gun. But uh, the dad, John, the doctor, he kind of just walks up to him, and then Justin gives him the gun. And uh, I can't remember how did they how did they wake up? Did they just wake up or? I think they did. They wake up. Didn't someone try to let off a shot or something? I can't remember. I don't know. So I can't remember, man. I, it sucks, man. My old memory's going, everyone. But <laughs> it, it, anyway, they they wake up and then they get into this big, huge fight. Uh, Sadie just goes. She's always topless, so she's uh, wrestling around with them. Uh, Emma's in there too. She's fighting, and uh, Krug. He they they let off a couple shots, and then Krug just dives out the window, and then he ends up running yeah. running over to the main house. Um, Sadie goes and locks herself in the bathroom and then John comes and just basically kicks in the door. Uh, but she's ready for him because she takes the uh, shower rod down and she hits him with that. But then he kind of backs her up and uh, he like, like she looks like she's getting ready to stab him with it. But then, bam, you hear gunfire go off. You see Sadie get shot uh, in the eye and you turn around and Emma Emma's standing there with the gun. Yeah, and and that's what I like about this movie because they did the Mary's parents just go straight into action. They know what they're going to, what they need to do. They don't need to, you know, they don't need to home alone their house and all this stuff. They, they know they need to, they, they need to kill these people. And I, I like, even with uh, Mary's mom, Emma, like even when she shoots Sadie, she has remorse on her face, but she knows, you know, this is what we got to do. And, and I like that about this movie. Yeah, I mean, she they like like you said they just sprung into action and did it. Emma seemed like she was, I can't do this, but I, it seems like right after she she knew that she could do it, that okay, I, I'm on board now. Mm-hmm. Just blasting Sadie in the face, um, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it was a CGI effect, but but it was cool. I liked how uh, how the wound looked in her eye, then the blood just splattering all the back. Sorry, splattering up against the wall behind her. The bullet exits her head, so yeah, so she's dead. Jesse's dead. Um, they run into Justin is still there, so they're kind of like 
I, I guess they just must have just seen it in eyes since he gave him the gun. They're like, all right, uh, you're good. But I think Emma realizes that he, Justin, is the one that alerted them that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that they were the ones that did that to Mary. Not him, but at that time, they helped them figure it out. So uh, this part was, well, it was a little long, but it, it was cool. I mean, John goes in the house. And Krug is upstairs hiding. Uh, but when crew gets in, when crew's digging the house before uh, John shows up, this is when he finds Jesse laying there. Uh, I like this scene. I thought it was funny. It makes me laugh every time. He looks down and sees that hammer in the back of his head, and he kind of just looks over at it and then think, or no, he taps the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, ah, all right. I mean, that's how hardcore this guy was. He just sees his. Was that his brother? Yeah, it was his brother, and I like I like when he he yelled when uh, John's looking for him in the house. He just yells out, "I, I see my brother. You 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 really killed him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- there's kind of just a, a back and forth yelling match. John is downstairs, Krug is upstairs, so uh, they end up going upstairs, and then they start. Damn it, Mike's texting. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they end up fighting and all that, which. I mean, John, he's, he's already like, all right, man, I'm mad enough. I'm getting getting ready to, to do what I got to do. But then Krug just starts slapping him up, and John just like, ah. Like, all the, all the badass of him just was gone because <laughs> Krug was just basically playing with him. And I loved how he just kicked him, and he goes crashing into uh, the, the rail and then falls to the first floor. Yeah, that was a good little little fall for the stunt guy. Yeah, so... He comes in and he's basically getting ready to kill John. And uh, was it Justin who shoots him? Yeah, well, he tries to shoot him, oh, but right. I think the gun is empty. Which I I give, I give him credit. I give Justin credit. He tried to help out a few times, like with Sadie, but he just seems to get his ass kicked throughout this movie. Did he? Did he get killed, Justin? Uh, no. Okay. No, he got smacked around. All right, yeah, because he kind of just gets slapped up and then he goes down. Uh, who gets Krug? I can't remember how they. Um, Emma comes in. Uh, I know it was a. Uh, he got distracted somehow, and um, John hit him with something, and then Emma came and knocked him out with the fire hydrant. Oh, that's right. Because uh, yeah, they they were kind of going back and forth with hitting him, but then I was I remember screaming in the theater, "Hit him with the fire hydrant!" So yeah. she ends up uh, knocking him out. That's right, because she comes in and squeezes it and, and blows it in his face, and then this is when they they get the best of him. Which so, when when she did that, it, it reminded me of of some WWE, yeah. like when they pull out the fire. I was like, does that really work like that? <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, he kind of he's knocked out and he blacks out. Uh, earlier, this is this. I don't know if this works, but um, earlier in the film, kind of in the beginning, uh, Emma's brother. I guess he stayed at the uh, at their little lake house, and he did something to the microwave, broke it somehow. I don't know. They kind of just talk about that in the beginning, really quick. So, but when Krug wakes up, uh, we notice he's got a bunch of little cuts in him. What What did the doctor do? Did he like just get? He, he paralyzed nerve? him. Like, well, you're a doctor, so you must know the places. Cause he's just yeah, I, I, get, I guess he said he couldn't feel nothing from the neck down. Yeah, because he just put little cuts in him. I'm, obviously, those must have been 
main nerves or something because he, he just couldn't move uh, other than his head. <laughs> so, but uh, when when the camera pulls back, you see that his head is in the microwave and the, the door is gone. But for some reason, um, whatever Emma's brother did, the, the microwave would come on when the door was open. So they have him, his head in there, and uh, John is just basically telling him, like, yeah, you're, you're done. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and he turns on the uh the he he gets in the in the boat and uh no Emma and uh, uh Sadie are in the boat and they take off right because then they go back in the house. That's when the doctor or was this just a flashback? The, I think this was the next day or something. I don't know. I was confused because I I felt no. They all left on the boat. Okay. Yeah. Then. So I, I'm just going to assume that they may have just tied Krug up or did something with him. And the, the doctor came back later to do this. Or he might have just cut up his nerves and go, okay, he ain't going nowhere. Let me go get my family to safety. And then there you he, go. he came back and, yeah, he wakes up because the camera pulls back and you see his head is in the microwave. And then he hits, he hits start and you know how the sounds microwaves make. Um, it's CGI, but it's. <laughs> I, I I love this scene. I thought it was funny because I, I just remember yeah. busting out laughing. Um, <laughs> yeah, microwaves, how they cook. For, they, they cook you from the inside, and I guess his head couldn't handle it because if you ever stuck an egg or, or something in there in, a, in the microwave, it, it things blow up, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> you see him, ah, you see the side of his face kind of burning, and then all of a sudden, poosh, his face blows off. <laughs> end of the film <laughs> the credits are rolling so but i i really enjoyed this one more than the original one this is one that i can throw in from time to time and still uh enjoy it except for that one scene i, I always gotta fast forward through that but i mean i really enjoy this one this is one of the uh the better remakes i mean i know this seems to be the trend mm-hmm. now to make uh, remake after remake, uh, especially that that bullshit garbage one that we got earlier this year. Uh, Lance's favorite, Pet Cemetery. Oh, you mean his his top five movie? Uh, that's bottom five. <laughs> he he claims it's out of his top ten now. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We got a couple months and we'll see, man. Hey, Lance, brother, we love you, man. Don't pull it out because we're giving you shit every time. <laughs> if you're if you really love that film as much as you said you did, leave it in there. Don't pull it out just because we're gonna get we're gonna give you shit regardless. We'll probably give you more shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I gave it a second chance. I, I actually bought the steel book and I rewatched it, and it I still think it's shitty. Oh yeah, I, I also gave it a second shot, thinking, well, maybe I was tired. No, that one, that one was garbage. So, but not this one. This remake is good. Everybody in it was good. I yeah. loved the whole cast, and um, I don't think I was. I wasn't watching Breaking Bad yet. I came later on uh, when they were. Oh, I did too. A few seasons later, so I the only ones I recognized were, were the uh, Sadie and uh, Tony Goldwyn and uh, Becca. Those are the only ones that I re- realized who they were in this film but yeah this film is awesome i love it i uh, don't know if it's streaming anywhere but yeah like everything else it's out there and uh yeah that was uh <laughs> last house on the left 2009 so we both come into agreement this is better than the original right 
Absolutely. If if you can make it past the 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 scene we talked about when people got up out the theaters, the payoff is good. It and the, the great cast and the, like like you said, this is one of the better remakes out of countless shitty ones that that come out like Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Everyone just uh, just fast forward that one scene. You can see the beginning of it, but then fast forward. Yeah. Uh, just picturing it. I feel bad. But yeah, it's an awesome film. Check it out. Uh, all right, everybody. That's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, Brian, thanks for coming on again. And he's going to be back. Because if you guys heard... Uh, not yesterday's... I don't know. A while back. Well, what did we do again? I can't even remember. Oh, VHS. <laughs> VHS, yeah. yeah. We talked about... Uh, uh, doing the uh, the second one, VHS two. I was thinking, well, maybe three as well, but no, I'm I'm good. Two is is is, is going to be better, <laughs> which is an amazing film. If you guys haven't seen VHS two, so watch it before uh, you hear us, because like like these ones, we're spoiling everything this week. But all right, everybody, uh, thanks so much for listening. There's plenty more to come, and uh, Brian will be back for uh, VHS 2. Not tomorrow, maybe the day or so afterwards, but yeah, he's definitely coming back. Alright, everybody. Talk to you guys later. Party on. <laughs>